Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance, Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. That's enough on the game. Let's talk about Ennis Cantor. Here with me on absolutely critically short notice, I got Brandon Robinson, the host of Scoop B Radio and a senior writer at B-Ball Society. Uh, Brandon, uh, someone with a great first name. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Hey, namesake. What's going on? (laughs) Not much, man. I mean, I just saw the Blazers uh, take apart the Warriors in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, that was something to see, but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit about the Blazers signing Ennis Cantor, uh, someone who was waived by the New York Knicks. Uh, you wrote a couple articles on this, so tell me just like first impressions. Ennis Cantor joining the Portland Trailblazers, like like what what's your kind of first take on this when you heard the news come down? Uh, well, I can tell you that I actually am a fan of it because I think that um, usually the usual suspects get the mentions on who will go where. So you look at you know, the Lakers, the Rockets, the Celtics, uh, etc. And, you know, I was reporting earlier on Tuesday, uh, or rather Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, that uh, the leading candidates for Cantor were both the the Brooklyn Nets, the Boston Celtics, uh, and and the Houston Rockets. And, I mean, the the Portland Trailblazers, to me, have looked impressive. Um, everybody talks about the Warriors. Everybody talks about the Lakers. Uh, everybody talks about the Rockets. But the, the Blazers really legitimately uh, have a stud in, in his canter. Uh, in 44 games this season, he averaged uh, roughly 14 points and 10 rebounds per game. Uh, but the Knicks' recent, recent moves this season uh, have not been to his liking. And um, playing time, the Knicks not really winning. Um, the Knicks were aggressive, I can tell you, in looking to move Cantor prior to the NBA's trade deadline. But, you know, 
owing him $18.6 million, uh, wasn't really attractive to a lot of teams. So, you know, bringing Cantor in legitimately um, helps him because, or helps the Blazers, uh, particularly in the offensive rebound uh, category. He's among the league leaders in offensive rebounds this season, and I believe will fortify uh, them as a contender. Uh, this season. I, I like the move for the Blazers. Plus, he gets more playing time than those other teams that I mentioned. Yeah, for sure. And I think the playing time, like you said, there were a couple teams who were in the running for him, too. I think the Lakers were also mentioned as someone who who wanted to get him on the team. And remember, like, here's something I had actually forgotten. Uh, Neil Olshay, he offered Ennis Cantor a $70 million contract not all that long ago. And like, so part of me wonders if this is like, you know, Neil Olshay known as the GM who can do moves around the margins. Sure. Yeah. Picking up players for pennies on the dollar. Uh, So, I mean, good to see them get somebody, you know, not for 70 million, but ostensibly for like the vet minimum, I think is how this is going to work. But, but let me ask you this with the Blazers, you know, they didn't make any big moves, right? They added Rodney hood, a couple second round picks and some players who weren't playing. They added Scala BCA, uh, for Caleb Swanigan, and now they're adding Ennis Cantor. The Blazers sitting at fourth. Uh, they just beat the Warriors, who were shorthanded, so to be fair, coming into the All-Star break. But the sum of these moves to you with, with Ennis Cantor, with Rodney Hood, and Scal's probably not going to play, does this make the Blazers a more dangerous playoff team? Let's not talk about regular season, but does Ennis Cantor, is he like a playoff team type, type of player? Is he going to help them in the playoffs? I think so. I mean, he has experience in the playoffs playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, and even, you know, not playoff experience, but he knows how to go toe-to-toe with, with, with superstars. You saw him go uh, get verbal with LeBron James in the regular season last year. He, he's an <laughs> aggressive guy that you, you want in the team. And, you know, the thing that really impresses me about Cantor is he's a center at, by position, but he's a hybrid center. Uh, he's a guy that runs the floor well, and uh, 65% of his field goals are inside the key. Uh and like I said earlier, he, he's he's an offensive rebound juggernaut. Uh, he's among the league leaders, averaging nearly four offensive rebounds per game. Um, I like him. I like what he brings to the table. Um, and over the last three seasons, I believe he's averaged 14.2 points, a little bit over nine rebounds, uh, and, and shoots 56% from the field in, in 24 minutes of play. Um, so I, I like what he brings to the table. And I, I read some stat on ESPN uh, the other day. Uh, he was tied for third in the NBA. And offensive rebounding. I think he was at like 3.9 uh, per game, and that was since the start of the season. So um, he's played as both a starter and off the bench, and and, and I really do think he, he has the ability to uh, deliver instant offense, something that Daniel Lillard could use, something that C.J. McCollum could use, and um, I, I like Rodney Hood in the pot stirred as well. Um, and, you know, even him leaving the Knicks, and it wasn't on the best of terms, um, he left you know, on a good note, uh, and Scott Perry, uh, the Knicks general manager, spoke glowingly about him. Uh, he said that, you know, Canner embraced uh, the franchise in the city um, and is a courageous individual. And uh, you, you wish the best for him, man. I, I want to see him be successful, and I think he will be. A couple more quick questions on him, and then we'll let you go. So you talked about his offensive rebounding. So I'm going to my my friendly neighborhood basketballreference.com, which is where I go, where I try to sound smart. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at his offensive rebounding rate. Uh, and and Canner has led the league a couple years in offensive rebounding percentage, hovering right around 16, 15% in offensive rebounding alone. Like, like here's the thing. Like, do you think in the Blazers offense where, like, for example, like, 
Like, let me just set this up. So the Blazers like really loved Ed Davis. Uh, he went to the Nets for not the, all that much. Money. I like Ed Davis. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> like everybody in Portland loves Ed Davis. Like we miss him. Right. And like part of the reason why is because he would generate more possessions, right? And that's what offensive rebounds does is it just generates more possessions. I mean, do you think that maybe, I mean, New York, you know, not exactly like a contending team, a winning team. I mean, do you think that maybe Cantor can have more value? Maybe if he's less a focus on offense and more just a focus on generating more possessions for Portland's backcourt, is that maybe part of how that could work? Yeah. I mean, because he's not the focus of the offense, like you, you suggested, Damian Lillard is uh, as the point guard, as a distributor and a guy that can hit last second shots. Um, and, and I look at Cantor in that same in that same vein with the Knicks. Um, Cantor was not the focal point of that team. I mean, who was the focal point of that team? I, I would say yeah. Tim Hart. Junior, who was now uh, with the Dallas Mavericks, as well as Porzingis, and Canada was the was the big center threat, I guess you could say, in Porzingis's absence. But you know, I've watched Perz- I've watched, excuse me, I've watched Cantor um, since Utah, since since the Thunder, and uh, you know, I've always been enamored by how much bigger he plays, um, and I think. The reason why I'm enamored by that is because I think he's a throwback to uh, a couple of people. Um, number one, he's a he's six eleven, but really looks about six eight. Um, I would say there are a couple people that come to mind: uh, Charles Barkley, Jason Williams, mm. Charles Oakley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know he, he's really an impressive body of work. You forget that he was a third pick in the 2011 NBA draft. Um, but I, but I like him. I, I like, I like the way he plays the game and um, he's a joy to listen to, a joy to watch and, and listen to as well, man. I, you know, him being with the yeah. Knicks, I got an opportunity to be around him, watch his post game commentary and, and really his knowledge of, of the basketball uh, game. He, he knows his, he knows his, um he knows his basketball. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, by the way, I mean, not to get too political, but I mean, obviously he's of Turkish descent, has been a pretty outspoken critic of Erdogan, who's the dictator there in Turkey, and like, good for him for standing up for the, the people in the community there in Turkey. Uh, one last question or comment, rather, like, so Kanner, it's funny because like, I feel like he's been around forever, and I look down, the dude's only 26 years old. Like, like you said, he was the third pick in the draft back in 2011, but he's only 26, and the Blazers have to think about like whether or not they can re-sign him after this season like do you think that like the way that he plays uh do you think that he might have like uh like a short prime or a long prime like and to be completely honest with you like I don't have like a good sense of the way in which he plays. I haven't followed him a ton. Like you're a national writer. Like you understand that a little bit better than I do. Like, do you think at 26 that he has good years left in him? Is that something that you might look forward to with the signing like this? I do think that he, he, um, has good years left. And just because I write nationally or I talk nationally doesn't mean that I don't have a perspective just like you, you, you know, basketball and, 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 and we're all human beings. But what I'll say is this, I think that, he's playing for his next contract. And I think he and Way Ellington have yeah. that 
common. You know, when you look at the when you look at Ines Canner and, and what he was able to do um, and during the season for the Knicks, and then to have suitors like you know the, the Celtics, to have suitors in uh, Houston and and in potentially LA and the Brooklyn Nets, um, that says something to your skill set. It says something to your talent. And I'll add. Um, had he gone to like a Lakers team or, or or even the Rockets where I think he'd be competing for a position, um, it'd be crowded. I look at Wayne Ellington the same way. It'd be easier. He's an, he went to Episcopal High School and, um, and, and right outside of uh, West Philly. And it'd be easy for him to play for the Sixers. But the Sixers are kind of crowded. The Lakers are kind of crowded. And so you're trying to get that bag, as 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 uh, DJ Khaled would say. So I, I feel like you know if you're trying to get that bag, you can't be doing what everybody else is doing. And I think Portland is such a um, a place that's low key. It has Nike, but you're going to have minutes. Minutes is the, is the, is the major key there. You see what I did with the Khaled thing there? That's the major <laughs> yeah. key. I really do think that that's a move for him. But I don't necessarily know whether that's going to be a long-term move for him. Like Wayne Ellington going to Detroit. I look at Canner as a situation where um, he's able to grow and, and make a deep playoff run and, 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 and get that next that next payday. So And that being at 26 years old, um, his, he's not a bang guy, but he can be a bang guy. Um, he's a finesse guy, but he can get you rebounds. If you can get 10 to 15 rebounds a game, you're going to have some longevity in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. And like my last thing on this, like Coach Stotts, he's been known to squeeze lemonades out of lemons. Like he's gotten production out of like people like Robin Lopez and Alfred Camino and Mo Harkless and like people who like maybe didn't do as well in other places and have just thrived in Portland. So I, for one, am pretty excited. Uh, it's a low risk, uh, you know, high potential signing here, and I'm stoked about it. Uh, Brandon, I won't take a more of your time. I appreciate it. Host of Scoopy Radio, writer of B Ball Society. People want to hook up with you on social media, uh, interact with you, like how would they do that? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. That's S-C-O-O-P, letter B. Instagram, Scoop underscore B. Um, Snapchat, Snapchat, excuse me, Scoop underscore B. And make sure you subscribe to Scoopy Radio uh, Podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, App Central, Apple. Visit ScoopBradio.com. 3.5 million streams last year. 2.5 million streams in 2017. And um, a lot of good things being announced on the television side in March. So be looking for that as well. Hell yeah. Brandon Robinson, appreciate it. Thanks, man. My brother, thank you. Scoop B Radio. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. 
Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.